I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. I'm Randy Robinson, and I have Victor Marks with me today. Uh, and if you don't know who Victor Marks is, you're going to enjoy the program, I can tell you that. But, you know, really, by all accounts, uh, Victor shouldn't be with us today. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stories, but you could go all the way back to his childhood when he was just awfully abused. Uh, but Victor has lived an extraordinary life, continues to live an extraordinary life. Uh, he's a, a former Marine. Um, he's a seventh degree black belt in some kind of Cajun martial arts thing. Uh, and he's a guy who is still fighting the good fight in a lot of ways, literally, uh, but fighting to save those who are in all sorts of types of danger. Uh, and so we're going to find out what's going on with him. He's one of these guys that I'm like, just, just book him at least once a year and just say what's going on. Cause it's always fascinating. So appreciate you guys being here. Hit share. And if you know somebody that you think would enjoy this, uh, share this with them. Victor, uh, good to see you again. It's been too long. It's been a while since it's we talked. A, brother, it has. It's been a minute. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be back. And good to see you. Yeah, and you've been around the world and back, I think, since we last talked. But um, A few times. A f- okay. Well, di- dive in. Tell me what is going okay. on because you've got so much going on. Yeah, so for context, uh, <laughs> for your viewers and listeners, um, I'm the CEO of our organization uh, called All Things Possible. Our president is actually a former Delta operator who retired with a thousand missions in the unit and never lost a man. Uh, We have extraordinary, good, godly people working together uh, in order to do three things. Uh, The primary is we set captives free, but we do it in three areas, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So physically, that's where we got a lot of tension, where we were rescuing, recovering, and helping those who had been affected by ISIS during the invasion into Syria and Iraq. Uh, to date, I've got 16 pumps uh, just to Iraq or Syria, and we still actually have a home in Iraq, a safe house. We're doing lots of stuff there. We had a team just return. Get this, folks. Just return. We're setting up tasks forces for counter sex trafficking it's never been done never been done in iraq in iraq in iraq and randy they are so receptive law enforcement there is just like so we're bringing our our experience and our years of doing this and we're equipping them because you know uh it's women and children got to be saved everywhere I, what, what i mean what what does it look like over there i mean because i know what it looks like in you know southeast asia i know what it looks like in in dallas you know uh what does it look yeah. like in iraq i'd say you have two main forms one is the ultra wealthy because money starts pouring into these countries uh in between war and fighting uh so they're bringing girls in high value girls and then the other is in nightclubs you know in massage parlors where they're bringing in girls and it's a front to traffic them for sex. And then, you know, there's the CD underground, but I can tell you without a doubt, this is about to shock folks. America is far more worse 
and immoral than a country like Iraq in this regard. Is that why is that because of we have more freedom over here whereas is in a Muslim say, country it's you know Yeah, I'd say culturally uh the Muslims adhere to a better standard of morality than the average American. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, again it's it's a pretty sad thing but you won't have walking in the streets men dressed like women uh and who prostitute themselves um th there's a moral code marriage is still a great honor there uh saving yourself for marriage is you know uh cheating and adultery is not only highly frowned upon women can die from it so it's lopsided it should be right. men too right. it's kind of old testament right. but the other thing that we did uh when my wife and i on our last uh time over there we, we did the first marriage conference ever in the country of Iraq <laughs> because they don't have, I mean, they don't even have marriage counselors there. It's, it's, it's not a concept because marriage is so quiet. Nobody talks about issues. So, you know, of course we had people laughing at us going, first of all, you're crazy for wanting to do it. The second, no one will come And three, you'll be such a big target. Now you're publicly telling all of ISIS, who knows of us and uh, you know we hurt their feelings on a number of occasions so <laughs> right. uh, uh you know you're telling them where you're going to be at a certain time so I, I mean those are my questions did anybody show up that's a great question we were shocked over 300 people came out wow and of course there were lots of married couples but then there were a lot of single men believe it or not young men who 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 wanted a ticket who wanted to sit in who wanted to learn because their dads were killed by ISIS, oh. no father figures. And they, you know, they just want the average person just wants a wife mm. and the average girl there wants a husband so they can have a family. Mm. Really simple. Uh, where we were in, I think four languages, possibly, uh, they were translating. But the funniest thing for me is when I, you know, Q and Q and answer, Q and A. And one person was like, so I have two wives. And you know, I'm like, uh, like, brother, that's above my pay grade. Uh, I'm, uh, so, yeah, it's it's funny, but uh, really most people, you know, they're modernizing. Most people don't have two wives. Yeah. Uh, but they still have the same troubles we do in America. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, well, money. Uh, and actually over there, this is interesting data point. Over there, the women put so much pressure on the men to buy them external things, specifically like gold chains, so that they can feel valuable among their friends. Mm. And the men have so much pressure to work so hard in a in a tough economy. Sure. So we had to kind of undo that and go, ladies, your value can't be based on what you have or what you look like. Yeah. It's got to be something more intrinsic. So mm. uh, that was fun. It was it dangerous? Was it dangerous? I mean, that's the other big question. Yeah, it's what I tell people. It's always dangerous. It's Iraq uh, because of, we're high profile over there, um, and the reason why is we started with the work that we were doing there and still do. We we started operating inside of an ISIS confinement prison uh, for women and children, and we put together my testimony. You you mentioned it earlier, where. You know, I did suffer as a kid abuse and injustice. Uh, I was from ages three to seven abused, tortured, and then uh, I, 
I was left for dead in a commercial cooler. So, it, it, you know, it caused a lot of trauma, 123 visits to a trauma specialist. My mother had married six times, 14 schools. And really only God could put me back together the way he did. So I understand PTSD, trauma, and we put together a comic book illustration of my testimony for children of ISIS. So we did in Arabic. When we brought it there, my wife and I led a team from Iraq into Syria, into this camp. That's a whole story by itself. Couldn't believe, people couldn't believe we were there. We pulled out 5,000 copies of this, plus our little lion and lambs for trauma. But when we pulled out the comic book, Randy, on the back, they were printed in Iraq. And on the, I had never looked at one until I was there. It had my name, my all my information of the ministry, social media, it, it gave, it's like, who, this is who this guy is. And I was like, oh no, we weren't <laughs> supposed to, I don't want to put my card on this. Uh, and and my wife looked at me, woman of faith, she just goes, we may not ever have another opportunity to be inside an ISIS confinement prison mm. with 70,000 ISIS women and children. You know, it's like, honey, God has this or he doesn't. Wait, so, explain, you know, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Where, the ISIS, who were they? They were the wives and children of ISIS. Man. They're actually ISIS members. So when the caliphate was shut down and ISIS started losing, they had to round up all the extra ISIS people. Instead of killing them, they put them in an outside prison. Wow. So tents, and it was over 70,000 of them from 52 countries. So not only did we get known by ISIS fighters, we got but known by ISIS fighters all around the world. All around the world. And it's still that way. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that is that is wild. Um but what's going on? I mean, what's God doing? Is he just reaching people that are unreachable and, and you get to be a part of it? I mean, what's yeah what's the big we, picture? You know, I, I we're putting a lot of effort inside the U.S. right now. We're still active. Uh, I mean, from Southeast Asia to the Middle East to at the border, south of the border to the Daring Gap to Columbia. We're still doing those things. As a matter of fact, I just got back from Colombia. Uh, um, excuse me, that was about a trip before. I just got back from Cuba, and I was there with Gary Wilkerson and Mickey Cruz. Oh, wow. uh, 600 pastors, right? Oppressed pastors and uh, coming back, we lost a left engine on our plane uh-huh. and had to do emergency landing. So never boring. I just did a video while we were in there and I just said, well, hey, the good news is we're going to save fuel. The bad news is we got to find a safe place to land. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh. my daughter's looking at me like that, really? Yeah, so, uh, but in the U.S., we've, we're really trying to put a strong effort in, in helping uh, to identify pedophiles uh, and, you know, we're active, both working with partnerships with law enforcement and then our own teams of identifying traffickers, pedophiles, and putting together target packages to either help find children, free women, and definitely to prosecute and pursue these guys. And we're we're having lots of success, Randy, lots. I, I'm, I have questions uh, along yep. that, but before we get there, I want to ask you, how did the abandoning Afghanistan impact you guys? Well, you know, as as the Lord's will would have it, uh, we got involved right in the beginning 
and it was it was personal for us because one of my uh, team members' wives is from Afghanistan, and they had a family they couldn't get out. Uh, so I focused personally. I focused on a family, and we we worked in conjunction with uh, Chad Robichaux, our friends. We had teams. I'm talking to the tower. I'm I'm moving people by phone from our talk in and out of dangerous positions, trying to get them to the airport. It was the longest 12 days of my life. And by the goodness of God and complete miracle, we got the family out. Um, and then we assisted with, you know, as we could helping others. Then we moved into helping fund and, and help Christians still there, the church, the underground church, and probably one of the strongest messages I ever got was from a pastor um, because we were doing other stuff that was certainly, I wouldn't speak of it here because it was covert operations mm -hmm. uh, to get certain groups out. But I will say this, I had a pastor tell me, I was like, you have the opportunity, we can move you into our system of getting people out. And he said, he's just like, brother, God's called me to stay here mm. to minister to people, even if it's unto death. And I thought, I love it when men hear God well, mm. and that's what they want to do, not what's convenient, easy. And, and I tell folks, that's how we make our decisions. We don't make it based on fear or convenience, you know, or, or pride. We go, Lord, we don't want any of those to be a, a, a factor. What do you want us to do? So yeah, I was just talking to somebody yesterday. It's uh, it was the longest twelve days of my life. Uh, I I can't imagine. We I, I know some guys that that you know, uh, you may know that based out of Dallas that uh, got yep. pulled back into that to help get yep. some girls out, young girls out of the country. And of course, Chad's got a book now. I think out. He does. Um, Him and Yeah. Yeah, and it's I I love it when when Christians are going into you know, dangerous areas to, to help people. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm going, what is our country doing? Because it looks like we're causing as many problems as we should be solving, you know? Absolutely. Uh, what, what, no, absolutely. What's, what's the temperature? Uh, if speak only, I know you will, but speak only as freely as, as, as you can, but what is the temperature inside the military community? Because when I see, you know, the, Navy drag queen is the next recruitment tool. Yeah. And, okay. and I see some of the m moves we've made militarily, which I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not that smart when it comes to all that, but it just doesn't look like we're doing, it looks like we're just not making, looks like we're making bad moves. I, I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody down because there's a lot of good men and women in these organizations. Uh, and I have a lot of friends in the military. You want to support the military, but you just look at it right now and it looks like things are a mess. What's what's the vibe inside your community? Well, the military has been broke for a while. You know, when it was a change of leadership, quite honestly, this isn't a political discussion, but when Biden did take office, uh, he, he, he inserted and weakened our military beyond what people could even imagine. And I'll tell you my point of view, because I have been engaged by the Department of Defense the Pentagon people there to speak to active duty members. I, I spoke 16 times in two days at one base because it had the highest suicide rate uh, in the military. So I, I, my fingers on the 
I'm on the pulse beat pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's very low morale. Um, and there's the, the lack of resiliency among our troops, young troops, people should be very, very concerned about. I'm speaking to, to guys in the military, and I have more experience as a high-risk missionary facing in combat, ISIS, it, and, and I will tell you, there's a bigger plan in all this. I, I truly believe this. The lack of testosterone in males is, is significantly dropped, which causes a lack of decision-making and resiliency. So I think there's a chemical component to this where you've got to get testosterone levels higher in men. Hmm. It gets to the point where they get so unsure of themselves, looking into the trans or the drag aspect is actually kind of more natural hmm. versus, and the one thing I would say regarding our military and then our nation, Iran, Russia, China, North Korea, our enemies, they're not having the same issues we are regarding young men, testosterone levels, feminization, and a lack of resiliency. They're training. Mm-hmm. They they are training. Mm-hmm. They're still, you know, they're 50 years behind us in that, where they're just, they're making their young men tough. I don't believe at this particular point that America has a resolve in our young men to stand and fight a war that would protect America. And I'm talking as a veteran, as team members, I have some of the best in the special operations community. You're gonna have to pull out some of the old dogs uh, because, and what COVID did and kicking out so many really well-qualified guys, there's an intentionality. We know it's demonic, the devil's his hands in this, but it's also, it's being led by poor leadership of our country. Appreciate the insight. Uh, yeah. I suspect such things, but I, I don't always know. I want to show you guys out there yeah. watching uh, Victor's website. This is victormarks.com. Uh, and if you go in there and you, you click, you can see, well, I mean, what he was talking about a second ago and we're about to talk more about is what's going on here in the United States and the way they're stopping trafficking. Uh, and this is a solutions-based organization uh, and they have real results and it's pretty fascinating when you go through it. And also your Instagram uh, page is, is very interesting, Victor. You're smiling because you know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, not, so, a, not a boring moment on that. <laughs> so if anybody's interested in following, yeah, I would. Uh, Instagram's a good platform for that. But um, walk us through quickly because I don't want to take the rest of your day. Um, some of what you're seeing here in the U.S. and what you guys are doing about it. Yeah. Well, again, I, I go back to uh, that the need because of the the lack of moral fiber and background to break down the family, uh, kids and women are most vulnerable. Trafficking is an all time high. I, I'm not sure Americans want to know the truth about trafficking. Uh, where there's a movement um, um, that w- girls are trafficking themselves, they're pimping themselves out. It's that easy. Mm. Um, but you know we have qualified, solid, dedicated teams working around the clock. Um, finding, searching for missing women or children, finding ones that are being trafficked, used. We make connections, we build target packages, and we get it to law enforcement and help follow up with that. And then, I mean, 
it's it's still my heart to see people come to Christ because ultimately our cultural war really is a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. And without winning souls, without giving people the hope of eternity, um, I mean, I believe ultimately what's going to happen is going to happen. But we as Christians should occupy. And like a friend of yours uh, with the movie Nefarious, I encourage everybody to see that movie. <laughs> uh, last year, we prayed for over 800 people. Our teams are, are tough, bad, tough teams. We all pray for people to be set free from demonic strongholds. We prayed for over 800 people with tremendous results. And that's the biggest battle. Uh, we have an eight-part docu-series that's going to be out very soon, and it's on spiritual warfare. Hmm. So it takes it kind of to the next level. Actually, how do you engage the demonic? Hmm. If a demonic manifests itself, or if a person's having thoughts, how do you actually have the authority to destroy, to identify and destroy that? And we, we've, we've put some of the best uh, men and women on film to explain different approaches, but the one commonality is people get set free. Mm-hmm. So I, I encourage people to, you know, be be watching for that. That's going to be released soon through through our website and social media. We'll let people know. You know, it's it's interesting because, you know, in, in Nefarious, the movie, you know, depicts demonic activity. I it's easy, I think, for most people to go, oh, okay, yeah, what, you know, ISIS cutting off someone's head for not following their beliefs, that's demonic. Or someone trafficking, you know, young girls especially in the sex trade, well, well, well that's demonic. But I, I think, you know, I, I think there are a lot more things that are arguably, <laughs> yeah, right, but are arguably demonic but they're not a god in other words it's easy right. i look at the trans movement and i go that is not of god and, and right. we don't want to put these labels on people oh you're possessed whatever right, you know right. but there is a definite component to when i look at the basic definition of spiritual warfare which is uh standing against you know any any thought that sets yes. itself against god i go okay well those are everywhere so everywhere. what you're talking about is not just like you know uh, the Witcher on Netflix. Right. Where is that? It's, this is no. This is fighting ideas every day that are opposed to God, and that's Gosh. where all this stuff comes from, right? Yeah, R- R- Randy. I mean, you just articulated it in such a clear way that that's the battle. Yeah, the battlefield is the mind. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, the enemy wants people to think demonic is people running up and down walls and extreme manifestations. Look, the the battle is taking everything captive, mm. identifying, is that, is that from God or the enemy, or is that my flesh? Right. And it doesn't matter to the enemy if a person moves on a thought that comes in their head, or if they've yielded themselves completely to some demon, the end result will be the same, is it will move them away from God. And most people we pray for, I mean, people fly in, and I've prayed for everyone from children to Academy Award winning, we have musicians, the people in the Pentagon, and we find that most people, <clears throat> most have strongholds. Mm-hmm. And that's just a little demonic setup of, I call it assignments, that are constantly pumping thoughts into their mind, mm-hmm. and they don't even know it's theirs. And this is how I explain it to women. 
I go, ladies, you get out of the shower, you're getting ready. You're looking in the mirror, you know, it's just you. Do you ever hear these thoughts? You're ugly, you're disgusting, mm -hmm. you will never, you're not loved. You're, and they go, well, yeah. And I go, <laughs> if it's a self-assessment, you will say, I need to lose weight or I, but when it says you, that's a different, that's a different voice. That's how you start to go, my gosh, maybe that is demonic. And it is. I don't know how the enemy has access to shoot the fiery darts, but there's a way to battle, have victory. And I've seen it. I've seen it from addictions to homosexual lifestyle, to cheating, to murder, the whole nine yards, people get set free from it all. Yeah, you, you have seen a lot. Are you talking about uh, your meeting with a former athlete who's very well known nowadays? Uh, yeah, I am. We, you know, uh, Caitlin Jenner, Bruce Jenner, as people uh, know him, you know, we, we uh, I got cornered on a yacht in a good way. My wife and I were there and he came and we started talking and ended up being a, a pretty extended conversation. He started pouring out his heart, hmm. some things, got emotional. And next day we were on the golf course and he's like, hey, Victor, here's my number. Come to Malibu. We, I want to visit. I want to talk more. Hmm. And, and I tell folks, look, people struggling with true gender dysphoria mm -hmm. or same-sex attraction or whatever, it, it, whatever, pick your poison. People just need to be loved and set free. Yeah, right. Now, right. Now, when, now, when they start grooming or targeting children, I just go, I, I can still love you, but uh, I can hurt your feelings at the same time and make you pay a price uh, for, for hurting children or women. Sure. So, but yeah, I'll tell you, I ask people to pray for Jenner yeah. uh, because yeah. he needs prayer and God's given me opportunity and, and other people, people like Justin Bieber, my wife is prayer partners with Haley, his wife's mom. We're friends with the bottle. People just dismiss folks in Hollywood or wealth or it's like, yeah, okay. They have it, but pray. Because right. again, we go back to the spiritual realm and, and prayer is what gets it done most. And we always thank people for praying for us because right. we tend to be right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. And I have seen some of the criticism of you, uh, spending time yep. with Bruce, Caitlin Jenner yep. and my yep. word to Christians who want to criticize for you that uh, you for that is, is shut up. If you're a Christian and you want to criticize, yeah. <laughs> you want to I criticize did. Victor for spending time, uh, with anyone that you don't like, um, just, just, just shut up. You're out. Yeah, I tell them. Well, <laughs> I tell them when you meet with them, you can handle it as you want. Right. Call them what you want. Do what you want. Just let me know how you do it. Right. Right. Yeah. As long as Victor's going to love them in order to hopefully set them free. Yeah. You got no criticism from me. So yeah. Appreciate it. And uh, one last thing, mm -hmm. I've prayed for and loved ISIS fighters, and then seen them killed. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's I've given water to my enemy. I'm trying to follow Christ. And again, there's consequences for actions, but yet God says, love your enemy. And we need more love in the Christian realm. Well, Victor, uh, always fun, always fascinating. Uh, but most of all, it's not just interesting because of ISIS and war stories and whatever. It's your heart. And, and I Thank know you. that comes from your personal experience, which by the way, if people don't fully know, you touched on it, but I would encourage people to go to, 
your website. What you have a you had a book out, didn't you? That tells your whole story. Do you not? Yeah, we we we've still got a book out, and uh, the Victor Mark story is actually a documentary That's on right. YouTube. That's right. And uh, next year. I got a book coming out called The Dangerous Gentleman. We're working on it right now. Pretty okay. excited about that. Well, team me up for an interview on that. Oh, I will. I, I'll give you. I'll give you first crack because <laughs> it's this is where we're putting together so many stories to encourage men, to, uh, you know, to be what God has made them and yeah. wants them to be. Love it, love it. Well, look, if you're watching and you're like, wow, I like that guy, go to victormarks.com. Uh, look up his story, the Victor Mark story. I forgot about the, the documentary. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or get his book, whatever. And and donate, support, be a part. Follow him on Instagram. Don't just, oh, don't just watch. You. Help him out, right? Uh, and I love it. Victor, again, love what you do. Appreciate your time. You too, brother. Always. Oh, yeah. We'll see you soon. Oh, you bet. As soon as you want. <laughs> and appreciate you guys out there watching. If you haven't liked followed or subscribed uh life today live you should do that and then you go find victor out where he's at and follow him too uh, and you'll see a lot of a lot of cool things so appreciate you guys being here uh you can you can check out victor marks at victormarks.com looks like that and come back for more here on life today live we'll see you again next time and truth will be on the soul sunday is coming